0: Welcome to Entrench, a 21 Pilots podcast. Hello, local dreamers. Welcome to Entrench. My name is Anna, and this is episode 42, Trees. Make sure you listen to the song beforehand and are ready for an in depth analysis of track 11 off vessel. Today, I'm joined again by my very own sister, Cassidy. Hello. <laughs> How are you today?
1: Good. Happy to be back. I was trying to remember when we felt when we recorded the first time.
0: Was that two years ago or? I think so. Were you pregnant?
1: I think it was. Yeah, before Jonah was born, or maybe it was just after.
0: And now Jonah's here.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah. Future Twenty One Pilots
0: fan. <laughs> he doesn't have to. <laughs> So today we're talking about Trees, which is a pretty big song for the fandom. I feel like I'm more into the fandom than you are, so why did you want to talk about Trees?
1: I think Trees has always been one of my favorite songs, but especially once you see it live, it's like, you can't picture it any other way besides
0: Is that, like, something you remember the most from the concert?
1: For sure, yeah. I would say that's, like, one of my most, like, epic moments at any concert.
0: Yeah, that was fun going with our siblings.
1: Yeah.
0: So there's a lot of background fun facts about the song. Um, Like we were talking about with our concert, this has been the concert closer for the majority of 21 Pilots shows, even today, I think ever since the song came out. And a lot of the song involves Tyler and Josh drumming on top of the audience, and then there's Confetti at the end. Um, and I like how, because I also watched a live performance of it they put on YouTube, I like how when they do the ending with the drums. It's like they're part of the audience. Instead Mm -hmm. of, like, I feel like a lot of artists, you end the show just watching them on stage, but 21 Pilots wants to be a part of the audience.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: And then I didn't know, I knew it, he had featured it before on their regional at best album, but he also had featured it on No Fun Intended, which was Tyler's solo album. And that came out before all of 21 Pilots even started. Um, So I just noted that in No Fun Intended, the vocals are very auto-tuned, and there's no screaming throughout the song. And then in regional at best, it's still auto-tuned, but less so, and there's still no screaming, which is interesting because I feel like in the... Newer song, The Screaming is a big part of the message, kind of. And then, like I mentioned, they had a live performance of Trees from the LC Pavilion, which I think is in Ohio, and that was from their show on April 28, 2013. And I liked in that video how it shows how the crowd gives as much energy as the band um, and how. They always say, we're 21 Pilots and so are you, and I feel like it visually showed how everyone's equal and the energy that they're giving, and that's how 21 Pilots exists. And then something he said in that video that I liked was, I want you to know everywhere we go, we're bringing you with us. And he probably more so meant because it was his hometown, but I also liked how he really includes the whole fandom as being part of the identity of the band.
1: I actually, I watched that too. And when he said that, I also had the thought of God. I don't know if he was meaning that, but I saying that, you know, he's bringing us wherever
0: they go. hmm Yeah, I didn't think of that. That's a good point. And then the last thing, Tyler had a commentary of the whole album, and I pulled out the quote for Trees. He said, Trees almost gives us a second wind. We don't even know where that energy comes from, you know. We feel like there's nothing left, and then we play Trees and something else kicks in. And I really like how that shows the spirituality behind it, and I feel like it almost is like God proving that he's giving them energy through it, and I feel like that's probably a big reason that they always end with that song.
1: Well, and it seems like if they were to play that during the middle, it's like they'd expend all of their energy.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't know if they're ever... I've been to quite a few concerts now, and I don't know if they ever give the same energy as during that song.
1: Yeah, they're leaving it all out there. Well, I was trying to remember, did they do an encore, or was that, they just played that, and then it was done?
0: I don't think so. I think they'll go off kind of after the first couple songs to change sometimes, but I don't know if they have an encore.
1: Yeah, like, Trees isn't part of the encore, is it? It's just part of the show, and then I think they're done.
0: Yeah, because I think they do different things instead, like, when Tyler disappears or does a stunt. So I feel like the encore would add too many breaks.
1: Yeah, that makes sense.
0: So did you have any notes as we go into the song on any of the music at all?
1: I mean, I think I said this last time, but you know the musicality way better than I do. (laughs) But, uh, of course, the biggest thing that's noticeable is just the crescendo throughout, like, bills and stuff. And yeah, I, that's one kind thing of I noted.
0: What? Sorry. <laughs> that's kind of what I, the one thing I said too is with the crescendos and even with the beat at the beginning, it kind of feels like there's a heartbeat throughout the song. Oh,
1: that's, that's
0: a good observation. So it kind of feels like your energy is matching the beat throughout the song. I
1: like that. I also had the thought of like, as far as feelings, the feeling that you get, the beginning is slower, and it's kind of like a lonely, quiet feeling, and then the end is like the celebratory togetherness
0: hmm Yeah, and actually at concerts, they emphasize that too. So there's kind of just one verse... <laughs> I didn't realize till I started looking at it how short the lyrics were. Yeah.
1: It's more <laughs> about the emotion of the music.
0: But I like how it's so... It seems like one of their shorter songs, but there's still so much meaning for the whole fandom and the band mm-hmm. with the song. Yeah. So, ver- the... It's, I keep wanting to say verse 1, but it's the only verse. <laughs> so, the one verse says, I know where you stand, silent in the trees, and that's where I am, silent in the trees. Why won't you speak where I happen to be, silent in the trees, standing cowardly? Any first thoughts?
1: Um, well, I was going to ask you, I read somebody's comment on the video that he wrote this when he was seventeen. Is that true?
0: I think know? that's about when that his solo album came out.
1: Okay. And how that was kind of like the darkest point in his life, maybe.
0: I don't know for um, sure, but.
1: Right, right. So just thinking about that, yeah, "Silent in the Trees" that line specifically—I just hear like darkness. And loneliness.
0: Yeah, I, I the first thing I noted was how when he says, "I know where you stand, silent in the trees," it kind of shows God's omnipresence, and how He's not in like one certain spot, but you can find Him anywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, it like
1: trees could be people, like we are the trees, and among us, God. Is
0: Hmm, that's true. I didn't think of it like that. I took it more literally.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: But I was wondering, what do you think of, like, trees in general? Did we talk about that in forest at all?
1: I think so, because, yeah, very similar nature vibes. That's um, why
0: Cassidy picked this song.
1: <laughs> probably. Um. Yeah, tree, I mean, I very much am a nature person. Anything nature-related feels very, like, peaceful and as it should be, as it was created to be, kind of.
0: hmm The things I noted were you can find trees everywhere, generally, and they give us life with oxygen. And they also can provide peace and safety with forests. And then I said they can even give us creativity with paper. (laughs) So true. true. (laughs) So I also always think of Narnia when I think of trees. Really? (laughs) Because they use trees in some of the battles. It always seems like trees are very sacred for some reason. I guess it kind of represents solitude. Mm-hmm. But. Yeah, every tree is solitary. But you also said it could be people, so. I thought it was interesting he said, I know where you stand, because it almost seems prideful, like he's just assuming he knows about God.
1: Yeah. But maybe it's more like head knowledge, like, I know this, I know that you're here, I know that you're everywhere, like you're saying. So then he goes on, to, you know, ask the question of why won't you speak. So it's like, I know that this is true about you, but I'm not feeling it. that not here.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. I did think there was a bit of irony, though, where he's talking about how he's silent in the trees, but he's talking... So I think that's also why I picked out the potentially a pride piece. Yeah. But I like how, like with the song Forest, he comes there to find refuge, and he hopes for peace. And I pulled out James four eight, when he says, draw near to God and he will draw near to you.
1: That's
0: a good one. So in coming to the trees... He's trying to come towards where God is at. Yeah.
1: I wonder if he actually wrote it in the
0: woods. Maybe. (laughs) It also seems like there's frustration with being alone when he asks, why won't you speak where I happen to be? And I, I know I've been there before where you're, you just keep praying about something and it feels like God's not answering.
1: Totally, yeah. That's such a common feeling of, you know, speaking out about something and just not hearing anything, not receiving any feedback when you're reading the Bible or anything like that and, and not getting any sort of emotion. A lot of times we are like expecting to feel this emotion when we read scripture. time with God have like this high and, get feedback.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, I've always been confused. Like, when people say they hear from God, I feel like there's been times where I'm like, does that mean they actually hear a voice? Or, like, just pointed towards something? or? Yeah, I feel like you and I have
1: talked about that before. Well, sometimes people may overuse that phrase when it's not literal. And that could be confusing. Hearing of. People are directly hearing from God, and if I'm not, something's wrong
0: with me. Yeah. I think your audio is going in and out a little. And then when he says silent in the trees, standing cowardly, do you think he means himself or God? Because I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure. Yeah, I wasn't sure on that
1: part. What do you think?
0: I don't know. I wrote down notes for either. Um, I said if it's about him, it's about how he's avoiding listening. And then I pulled out a quote from their song Fake You Out earlier in the album when he says, And I'm quiet now because silence gives you space and a fear of listening because it's easier to just keep talking. But if it's God, it feels like he's saying a negative word like cowardly so that he can try to evoke a response from him.
1: Yeah, that would make sense. Like when you're so angry and like, why aren't you answering? Yeah, throwing out almost like an insult. Trying to get a response,
0: yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. And the last thing I noted is it almost seems like He's in a state of desperation with God.
1: Yeah, totally.
0: I almost feel like, I feel like we talked about that at Riverview recently, but how sometimes desperation is the best state to be praying in because you almost have the most belief because you're so desperate. Yeah. Did you have any other thoughts on the verse?
1: Oh, I was just thinking, I was thinking back to when we did Forest, and I feel like, I remember us talking about a forest being somewhere like a heaven, is that that what we talked
0: about? Yeah, like, down down in the the, forest we'll sing a chorus.
1: Right, like, we're all singing the song together, and I was just wondering, like, if that connected at all, I don't know, I was just,
0: it kind of reminds me of how you said then that that would mean the trees are people. Yeah.
1: But then the not speaking thing wouldn't quite make sense. Because in heaven, we would be in perfect union with God. Be to
0: yeah, I'm not sure. Like, it seems like they're the same, but they're also a bit different. Trees are forest. Yeah.
1: That's all I
0: have. So then we go into the chorus, and he says, I can feel your breath. I can feel my death. I want to know you. I want to see. I want to say hello. I feel like um, I'm pretty sure it was this song. I watched their 10-year anniversary for the album, and Tyler played a demo of him trying to do all the... I think it was either chanting hello or yeah I can't remember if it was this song or it might have been a different one but it was funny hearing all the different ways he recorded saying the same thing but at different like different frequency or some of them are more like aggressive than others. That's
1: funny. That'd be funny to
0: and then after he played them, they would be like, so that's what your parents heard in your basement. <laughs> <laughs> um, the first thing I noted was on the word breath. I said presence despite desired answers. Confirmation of God's nearness. Um, oh, so like even though he's not speaking in the way that Tyler wants him to, he can still feel breath, which is an aspect of his presence. Yeah. I don't know what that would look like like in our average spiritual life.
1: Feeling God's breath?
0: Mm-hmm. Like e- reading scripture, maybe? or.
1: Yeah, just, I mean, wherever you feel closest to God, maybe. Like, for me, when I'm on a walk and just praying about whatever I think God I feel, 50, even if he's not saying anything, or I'm not like reading in his words, so I know he's there. Mhm. But I also wonder, like, because the next, the next point says, "I can feel my death." It's almost like that nearness of being on the edge of death. Of like, you know, that's the closest we'll ever get to God. It's like that moment where we're about to. Hmm. Maybe he was so, you know, at such a low point that, like, that's really how we felt, like, teetering on that edge. So, okay, you're right on the other side of this. What's going on right here on this side of that edge?
0: Mm-hmm. Could that also be, like, our humanness coming up against sacredness? Yeah, I like that. Um, The other thing I noted with death was constant redemption to God's way of thinking and denying self. So even, like, feeling my death of putting aside my way of doing things and remembering that his way is better. Yeah. And then I just noted that even his sensing that God's there isn't enough but he wants to fully understand and the full sight of him and also even dialogue with him. And it is kind of weird when you think, like, God is the most intimate relationship, but it's the one you lack the most relationship qualities with. Yeah, that's a good point. And that's such
1: a desperate longing that I think so many of us have. Mm-hmm. Like, you desperately wish you could fully know and all in truth, but, like, I guess not and see God. That would be the point of faith, I guess.
0: Mm-hmm. What do you think is the significance of hello? Because it's repeated a lot.
1: Yeah, I was thinking of it two ways. Either that hello as a return to God from being distant for so long, back or also it could be like
0: uh, I I said it could be like of course we know it as a greeting but also that confirmation of presence like he keeps saying it and hoping that he'll hear it back Mm
1: -hmm. yeah um yeah I also I was thinking about the how the Bible talks about a veil a lot, like we have this veil between us and God, and that ability to say hello is like removing that veil, it's like the simplest form of greeting, and thinking about that, like when we finally get to meet God and say hello, and having that veil on like that's the purest, simplest greeting that we can have.
0: That reminds me of Harry Potter, too, with the veil. Oh yeah. Like serious pass through the veil. <laughs> mm-hmm. But that is interesting that also a veil is so thin. Like we're that close, but we're not there.
1: Right.
0: I feel like there's times where he says hello and it's more of a statement, and there's times where it, it sounds a little more like a question. And that reminded me, we just talked about in Mark this verse. I forget what specific chapter and verse it is, but I believe help my unbelief and how we can believe something and doubt it at the same time sometimes.
1: Yeah. Did you notice at all? I didn't really pick up on that, but does it change, like, as the song goes on from being a question, or is it just kind of sporadic?
0: Um, I think it kind of interchanges.
1: Yeah.
0: Hello editing Anna, butting in here. I don't know why I thought he said hello as a question. That is not correct. That never, that never happened. Okay, goodbye. And then the only other thing I noted was when they do haze at the end, which in concert we all yell, um, it proves the communal identity in the doubt and the faith that he's facing, which kind of shows that When we say, we're 21 Pilots and so are you, I think that means that we're all people who can be faithful or doubtful. Yeah. Did you have any other thoughts? All the da's and the refrain. (laughs) (laughs) Did you have any thoughts on the song as a whole or what it means to you or anything?
1: Um, I was just reading through my notes. The two other things I had, um, we actually just talked about in church yesterday about the power of speaking out something that, like a secret or a sin or something that you're like holding inside of you and you're the power of speaking that out and how that can bring freedom, freedom from shame or whatever it is you're feeling. And it, it kind of reminded me of that. The speaker of the song speaking out his feelings, his true feelings regardless of, you know, like when he says, calls God cowardly, it's not what he's being, you know, being really, really honest and how that can bring freedom to just speak out your true Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Well, thank and you. And the other thing I had... Oh, <laughs> go ahead. I was about to cut you off.
1: Okay, <laughs> right. the last thing that I had was just about the concert and how, like, you can see in that video and obviously we experienced it person too but you just want to full out dance and jump up and down and like go mm-hmm. totally crazy during the time. and that's such a good feeling uh, that is that freedom feeling I think especially when you're in a whole crowd of people doing that that's mm-hmm. a good feeling you can't get into the
0: crowd. yeah it was even more cool when me and Becca were in um, at Van Andel and we got to be on the floor with everyone because of course everyone's like surging toward them on the drums but it's also cool being in a whole sea of people yelling and chanting the song and I yeah. feel like that's the part of the concert that feels the most like heaven to me just the victory yeah. and the celebration at the end
1: yeah definitely one
0: Well, thank you for joining me on the song.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: Of course. So, I want to hear from you. You can email entrenchedpodcasts at gmail.com with a written account of your 21 Pilots story or your favorite memories you have related to the band. If you have a favorite Trees memory, let us know. You can also reach out with an episode request if you want to analyze a song, video, or album with me. We're almost to the end of Vessel, so the wrap-up will be coming soon. And if you'd like to contribute to the analysis we've already covered, you can join the podcast Facebook group by searching Entrench Podcast Group. You can find Entrench on Podbean, Verbal, Spotify, Apple Music, and Amazon Music. On Instagram, you can find me at entrench I look forward to hearing from you. Tune in next time for Truce. Thank you so much for listening, friends. Stay alive and remember, entrench, you're not alone.